Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now new customers, when you sign up using promo code DNVR, all you have to do is place a $5 bet, and when it wins, boom, $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's with code DNVR and with DraftKings Sportsbook. I am Patrick Lyons. I'm Susie Hunter. Patrick, how you doing? What is that? Is that the Breck hat? It is. I love that hat. Speaking of hats, do you understand what our thumbnail is today? No, I don't. America's I, I almost never understand what you're doing, Patrick. <laughs> well, I, I asked producer Tiffany, and I, I don't know if this is something I made up or I heard once and I just thought was just common uh-huh. nomenclature. Think about it for a second. What would be America's hat? You're, you're good at geography. so Oh, Canada. Canada, Canada of course. is America's hat. There we go. Got Big it. victory for Team USA there yeah. uh, yesterday. We'll talk about that. Uh, we'll get into some details on the Rockies' 30th anniversary promotions mm-hmm. because they've got actually a lot of them. It's, uh, I'm a little bit hyped. Like that, that's nice. I have a really good feeling about this, the, this 30th anniversary the, celebration. The promotions. <laughs> the promotion <laughs> side of it. Yes. Uh, I'm excited for the promotions uh, of the 30th anniversary as well. <laughs> I would ag- I would agree on that. Um, but uh, talking about the Rockies here, let, let's get it started. The mm-hmm. news of the day, the scratch that wasn't a scratch, but was a scratch, but is not anything to be worried about. But parentheses, we should be worried a little bit. Okay, let me translate for Patrick. Please. So yesterday, you know, we get our Rockies lineups around noon, and then an hour later, an hour before the game started, we get a new lineup, and Chris Bryant is out of it. So, of course, this raises some questions. So after the game, we find out he was sidelined because of some some back stiffness, but Buddy said, don't be worried. This is nothing to be worried about. Here's what I'm thinking. (laughs) How are you going to tell us to not worry about the thing that kept him sidelined for most of the season? I'm, yeah. I'm a little concerned. I'm not zero concerned. I'm a little concerned. Are you a little more concerned? The fact that initially when he was scratched, it was actually this was an off day. This was like a scheduled off day, even though earlier, an hour before, he was scheduled to be in the lineup. Yeah. Is that a little, a little fishy, a little suspicious? You know what? Bud Black is smarter than this. He's not going to put a guy <laughs> in the lineup when he was supposed to have an off day. So I don't know what's going on. It just It's smelling a little fishy to me. Just a little fishy. That's not good when you're in a landlocked state like Colorado. No, 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 no. We don't no. got fish like that. We don't got oysters like well, that. I was going to say, we got Rocky Mountain oysters <laughs> and calf fries, but we don't have the real fishy stuff. Uh, 8-7 <laughs> loss yesterday to the A's. Uh, Rockies are 6-10. and 10. You know, not good in spring training. Again, the records don't mean that much. San Francisco and Cleveland are the only two teams uh, in Arizona in the Cactus League with the worst record, but those are two pretty good teams. San Francisco yeah. should be around 800, or not 800, mm-hmm. around 500 win, win 81 <laughs> games. Um, and, and you know, I don't, there's no way they're going to have another one, another one of those 107 win seasons. But Cleveland's no. really good, too. So, yes. again, they're worse than the Rockies right now. That'll definitely be the opposite come regular season. So, 3-10, mm-hmm. and 10, though, since that 3-0 and 0 start. Again, the hot start. Yeah, again, that, that depth has <laughs> taken, uh, I think, a major hit. Um, but to your, to your point, I, I do want to hear what Buddy had to say uh, post-game about what it was like scratching Chris Bryant from the lineup on Tuesday, on Monday. He was, uh, was a little bit stiff in the morning, and we decided to bring cautionary. We'll, we'll assess tomorrow. Stiff, just uh, back, a little, little tight. But nothing significant, nothing to worry about. 
All right. I yeah, guess... so y'all y'all tell us, do you think this is fishy? Are you suspicious? Yeah, well, I'm a little I'm a little suspicious. Yeah, Will in the comments, uh, smells fishy like someone put halibut in the microwave. Oh. Inconsiderate, <laughs> first and foremost. Just inconsiderate. Bad form, bad form. If you're in if you're in a workplace, you should not be great. You're you're eating your leftovers, you're saving yourself from having to go out at lunch the next day, but come on, no no seafood in the microwave. At work. And no uh, yeah. lying to us about what is going on with Chris Bryant. Yeah. Yeah, James, we'll, we'll get to your comment here in a second about Great Britain because uh, they definitely helped out Team USA in uh -huh. a major way, which was, uh, which was positive to see. Also, really positive to see Mike Moustakis. Him being back 100%. Right. Uh, having worked with Marlon Bird, who did a good job of, of being the, mm -hmm. you know, bat whisperer to, to Justin Turner for a period of time. That's really positive to go, oh, maybe he really is 100%. Maybe the Rockies do have something. He had another good day. Two for three, bases clearing, three RBI, double on Monday. So that's that's really positive to see for Moustakas. Definitely positive. Is Mike Moustakas good? Is he good again? Well, if, <laughs> if you listen to what he says here about what he's worked on, you go, well, he's showing that these are the areas that he's worked on. Uh, and he's gotten kind of past the, some of those injuries and, and, and some of those flaws that kind of made his, his tenure in Cincinnati not so hot. But mm -hmm. um, the proof is in the pudding. Here's what he did have to say about what he has been working on since uh, the end of last season. Um, you know, changed a lot of stuff with my swing, you know, kind of widened out, uh, worked with Marlon Bird this offseason a lot and kind of revamped how I used to hit and got back to who I used to be as a hitter and uh, added a little toe tap and sent some pretty good angles now to start and uh, I just feel really comfortable in the box right now. Uh, we worked we worked hard this offseason, so uh, just uh, setting good angles, getting my uh, my feet where they need to be. You know, everything starts from there, starts from the ground up, and I've been uh, fortunate to have some success right now. But I feel really good. I feel like I'm seeing the ball really good right now. I mean, everything starts with being healthy. So uh, you know, if I wasn't healthy, I wouldn't be out here. I feel good. I feel healthy. I feel like I can contribute to this team. And being out there playing some baseball, feeling healthy, feel, is a lot of fun again. So uh, just having a good time playing ball with the boys. James in the comments saying that this is a, this is getting as fishy for Chris Bryant as Mike Trout's last name. So oh, James with the jokes. <laughs> it definitely is. Uh, Michael Tolia, you like to see him homer again, back to back days now. Uh, actually, the fifth longest uh, home run that was tracked in uh, Cactus League play that so is, far this year, four forty feet. That is so promising. Sorry, I'm just like so excited about that. I yeah. love to see Michael Tolia hitting four hundred plus foot home runs. I think right now, if everyone's healthy. That the last roster spot is really between Nolan Jones and Michael Tolia. And I know what the Rockies may have been hoping to start the season with or uh, a certain plan, and maybe Tolia down in AAA is probably good for him to help cut down on his strikeouts just a little bit. But he's he's making some noise, and, and Nolan Jones hasn't been playing great. He's been Jones has been striking out mm -hmm. just as much as Tolia, really. Um, now, can Tolia play left field? I don't know. We'll kind of wait and see what happens. But uh, that's that's a big battle for a spot. I mean, it could be really the, the starting left fielder spot on opening day, potentially. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, so many, still so many questions. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm happy to see the bullpen was really solid yesterday. Um, Noah Davis, two and a thirds innings pitched. Uh, he's a guy that's going to get some starts, I think, in the second half for the Rockies because you know that not everyone can stay healthy. Yeah. Uh, you hope Sinzentel is back by then, but uh, we'll wait and see what happens. Pierce Johnson, Ty Block, Nick Mears, all with shutout innings. Ty Block uh, has been fantastic in seven spring games this year. Uh, 1.23 ERA. He's not given up runs. He's given up one 
in a little over seven innings pitch. Nick, Nick, Nick Mears, uh, one earned run in five innings pitch. So he's he's a guy that's going to make this roster, so get to know that name. Nick Mears. Nick Mears. That's the name. Ryan McMahon was one for two. That was really good to see. See, um, Herman Marquez will get the start today against the Cubs. Kind of an important one for him to really see where he's at now that we are about two and a half weeks away from opening day. That is soon. I know. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Hearing two and a half weeks away from opening day. I kind of love that. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting re-excited. You know, like there are there are waves in the early season where you're thinking about how long the season's going to be, <laughs> uh, how good certain teams are, how not so good other teams are. And I'm, I'm back in a, a positive wave of, of definitely getting excited. So you got to hope that Marquez goes four innings today. Uh, so that bodes well for him being able to go and make that first start. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if he's able to go five, depending on the pitch count, you know, he might be trying to really get in Buddy's ear saying, hey, Venezuela's 2-0 and right now. You know, if they go into the knockout round, I wouldn't mind making a start there. I don't I don't know that that's going to happen. That's oh, slim but chances. But he's slim. still hoping for it. He wants sure. to represent his country he, so badly. He definitely should. Uh, he definitely should uh, rally for that. Um, if, you are, if you do go down to Salt River Fields, fantastic complex, mm-hmm. Uh, keep an eye out on the backfield. That's also really fun, too. I think I, I can remember many years ago going to a game and then afterwards kind of taking the long way back to the parking lot mm-hmm. and then cutting through the backfields and being like, wait, there's other Rockies games going on? <laughs> and you'd recognize a couple <laughs> prospects or you'd see like a scout who'd have a lineup card and you go, oh, there's a really huge prospect here. And then they're just like walking around. They're, they're playing another minor league team. If you do that, again, you're going to see get a really good look at some of the future players that are going to be with the Rockies here uh, very shortly. Benny Montgomery, Adel Amador, Yankee Fernandez, so many guys. The list goes on and on. Jaden Hill, Chris McMahon, you name it. But one of the cool things are the special assistants that are, are roaming around. So Todd Helton, he's there. He's, he serves as a coach. You saw him last year. Him and, uh, and Clint uh, hurdle. They mm-hmm. were on the backfields working with those minor league guys. Scott Oberg now, who's a special assistant, he's there. Uh, GM Bill Schmidt has done a really good job with welcoming back some of these, you know, really prominent Rockies figures uh, from their past. Brian Fuentes, mm-hmm. no relation to Josh or Josh's cousin, mm-hmm. just just same last name. Uh, Brad <laughs> Hop. Keep an eye out for him, and then also keep it a guy out. Uh, keep an eye out for Matt Belisle. Uh, our Guy who's pretty good relief pitcher for the Rockies um, for a period of time. Like he kind of gets overlooked, but Matt Belisle, pretty solid. Matt Belisle, pretty solid. We do have a the Rockies put together this great kind of little interview with him, a great clip of him. He's down there. I love that the Rockies are you know kind of reaching out to these guys from the past, and that's not something we've seen a ton of before this. But yeah. I mean, especially with the 30th anniversary season, it is so important to, you know, yeah, recognize the Rockies' past. Now there's like now there's 30 years of past. That's right. That's that's a lot of past. That's a lot of. We actually have a past to look back <laughs> on now. We're not I, a new club <laughs> anymore. New in you know compared to other clubs, but I mean, the Diamondbacks had a 20th anniversary like little museum that they had. Uh, for for a short period of time, so I guess twenty counts as past, but maybe in Colorado, maybe has some. It's an altitude thing. Thirty years officially, you have a past. <laughs> I'm not sure, but you're right. You you love to see that, and that's something uh, that Bill Schmidt has done a really good job of welcoming those guys back. And you still got to hope in the future. Like man, cargo, 
Let's get him back in the fold. Let's have Larry Walker show up. You know, if you can kind of woo him away from the St. Louis Cardinals, as mm-hmm. it were. Uh, and then again, in, in, in future years, when, when guys are retired, Nolan Arenado, Trevor Story, those guys to welcome them back and, and identify more as a Rocky. Ooh. That's a lot to ask for. Uh, do you, who do you think we're more likely to see visit the Rockies someday? Nolan or Tulo? Not Tulo. I, was, I didn't you want don't to cut think, you, you off. You don't think we're going to see Tulo this season for the 30th anniversary season? Whoa, you that's think, a different question, but that's wild. You don't think going to make an appearance? No. You don't think they can do it? No. No. <laughs> you put me on the spot. I, I just thought you were going to say, who would like return back as like a, a legendary player? Like, Oh, no, I mean, I, like, who's going to visit? Yeah, I think Arenado has a better chance than Tulo <laughs> right now. Um, <laughs> Tiffany, let's go ahead and, and actually hear uh, Matt Bilal talk a little bit about what it means to be back with the organization, um, unlike... Troy Tulowitzki. But, but here's Matt Belisle <laughs> talking about being a, a Rockies legend of, of sort. My name's Matt Belisle. Strike three, call. And I pitched with the Colorado Rockies from uh, 2009 to f- 2014. They chased one out in front. Belisle took something off. And he strikes out Jimmy Rollins. Looking back now, um, not to be too cliched, but just the family that I feel like is a Rocks family now, uh, we had some really, really great people. Um, I feel like the playoffs that I was able to be a part of in 09 was, was certainly a highlight for me. Chases the breaking ball. Down he goes. As Matt- I love that field. Uh, it's such a gorgeous place. It's, a, it's, a, it's still one of the best fields in the game to me. I always personally liked it. Nobody wanted to pitch in it, but I certainly still enjoyed it. I just enjoyed being in Denver too. So it, it was a great, it was a great place for me. 18 twins. What about you? Last year was 18. The Cubs. Cubs. This feels like it's just been one year, but seeing guys like Jorge, uh, obviously Helton is a real close friend still, but just being back on the field in the environment that we were all together, you're in the trenches with each other for so long. And so no matter what, you can go back, find a teammate that you played with over a full season, and there's a connection there. Mm, he missed. He tried to go more in. And Clint's always a ball to be around. <laughs> he, he has a presence that everyone respects. Yeah, the ball you swung at, you probably just got tired of taking, didn't you? Um, I'd love to have impact on somebody, and, and they said, Let, let's come and just see if you can be around some of the youngsters and, and help out. Hey, I'm Matt. Jane, nice to meet just you. Just one thing. Yes, Make sure don't you, you like to get a little wiggle. Okay. On certain pitches? On all of them. Okay. Well, sometimes you would do it a little bit more on that changeup okay. when you were, when you knew it was going to be your out pitch. Yes, Helton and I saw that you sometimes you yeah. do it a little bit more. Okay. Just make sure if you're going to do something, it's always consistent. Yes, as soon as you start climbing, they pick that apart. Yes, sir. It, it puts me back to when I was the young kid, too, trying to make it. What helped me, what didn't, what, what I could learn, and then trying to put myself in this new generation and just dive into an individual, try to make some relationships. Yeah, that was a great job. Thank you, man. I really appreciate great it. Great stuff. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. Uh, maybe I can help all those guys who have to grind a little bit more uh, and possibly some of the elites look at some things that they haven't yet and maybe become better. So maybe it's yet to be determined where I can help. I just know that I'm going to do everything I can. Change up's good. Baseball, baseball will knock you down. And um, 
I think it's a great teacher of life lessons, but in order to succeed and continue to succeed, you have to go through the ringer on some stuff and you have to learn quite a bit about yourself. And I've had some experiences that can speak to a lot of those things. I love seeing these guys who have found success at Coors Field mm -hmm. showing other guys how they can also find that same success. Yeah, and I and I like sneaking in some some clips of Jaden Hill. Like oh, you love Jaden Hill. You also get to you know view view a nice little prospect there, uh, which is nice. And you can uh, you can view all of us in action doing our thing at the DNVR bar in the corner of Colfax and York. That's where you get twenty percent off food and drink. Uh, excuse me, fifteen percent off food and drink. Twenty percent off DNVR locker. So the swag that you get to carry around forever and ever. That's twenty percent off. Uh, watch parties as well as party bus. April 29th is that real big one yes. uh, going down against the Diamondbacks. That's going to be uh, an absolute banger. That's going to be a lot of fun. We'll be hanging out at the bar beforehand, afterhand. It's going to be amazing. Brad hand, hand and Brad Hand. All of the hands. We cannot confirm be doing that it. Brad Hand will be participating in the party bus. He'll probably be working. And that's the middle part. Beforehand. <laughs> Brad Hand, that's during the game. And then after Hand, that's great. It's fantastic. And again, you got to be a diehard uh, for those uh, wonderful discounts, uh, as well as access to the diehards only Discord. Our, our friends at FOCO, they've got some amazing bobbleheads. We've got one on set here. The spring training one is like absolutely amazing. So cool. It's, it's one where I look at it and go, okay, they do one every year for this, which means now I got to collect all of them, which means that's I may need to hunt down like previous years because it's really that good. It's really that quality. They got great stuff. They got amazing bobbleheads, shirts, hats. Another thing that we got right here uh, in studio, you can check out at DNVR Sports Channel on YouTube. They've got our back. Uh, and look, they've got yours too. And you got our back. So go ahead and support them uh, and support yourself by using promo code DNVR for 10% off all of your gear, all of the non-presale items. And again, you could send that out to uh, anywhere in the U.S. So even if we're talking about someone who might be like, I don't know, a Raiders fan, if you like, you know, haven't kicked them out of your family yet, if you have, great, nice. That's what you're supposed to do. But if they're still within your family, boom, um, you're going to get 10% uh, <laughs> off if you want to send them any of that kind of gear. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, don't they got all kinds of great gear. Oh, they do. Yeah, but don't hurt yourself kicking somebody out of your family. Uh, but if somebody's kicked you out of your family or they've – kicked you out of a moving vehicle and you've been hurt in a car accident this or something. Very specific, Patrick. There's other things. Look, ride share, motorcycle, mm -hmm. all kinds of accidents. Backus and Shanker is going to help you out. They win for Colorado families. They've been doing it for 25 years. Backus and Shanker. Backus and Shanker is the spot. <laughs> uh, they've got 100 folks on staff, 30 lawyers. Look, they've won folks over a billion dollars over the year. And in fact, they don't charge you a single penny until you win. That's right. So just to talk to them, no upfront fees, no fees, even while they're working on your case, you don't have to worry about any of that thanks to Bacchus and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker. They've got offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, Fort Collins. They can help with all kinds of injury cases that weren't your fault. As we said, car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian, trucks. They can even help if you've been injured at work. So give them a call at all Dazas or all Tulos? All, we're going to say all Dazas today because Dazas has been kind of crushing it this spring training. Yeah, it, it, even in the comments, no one believes that, that Tulos is going to return necessarily. I think y'all are wrong. Also, I think, I think something... Listen, remember when I did that tarot reading and she said there was going to be a surprise this season? Ooh. I think that's going to be the surprise. 
Don't the Cardinals the Cardinals play the second series of the year after the Nationals? So yeah. technically speaking, the odds are very strong for Nolan Arenado to return to Coors Field. But not as a Rocky. Not like not the, as no, a, no, no, no. I know, I, met, I know what you meant. Yeah, okay. On a technicality there. Yeah, please, uh, Patrick. But, you're always overthinking things. But but technically speaking, all you gotta do is hit twos. Two, 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 for free. Backus and Shanker, they win. Backus and Shanker. All right, Team USA got the big win on Monday night. Um, but can, first... I was going to say, can talk- we talk about Canada's starting pitcher? The, the child? The child who was on the mound, the at literal teenager? There was a teenager, yeah, on the hill for Mitch Team Canada. Brett? Yes, although in my head I keep calling him like Matt Brash. Which, which is a guy. I mean, he, he pitches with the Mariners. He's pretty good. But you're right. It's Mitch Bratt. Mitch Bratt, 19 years old. Yeah, that was... Facing that literal was future Hall of Famers. He wanted to do it. Freddie Freeman wanted him to do it. Like, you could see it. Freddie just had this look in his eye and this smile of just like, all right, kid, you know, it's all right. And they batted around and Mookie Betts is on first base <sighs> and he's kind of, they're laughing to each other and stuff. Um, so I, I felt bad for the kid, but I, he's I got felt, a good story. He's I got a story now. so bad. Yeah, it's such a great story. But also now he has a 162 ERA. Oh, in the, in the WBC? In the WBC. <laughs> oh, so now he's going to be traveling like the Eastern League in AA next year. And we're like, hey, Mitch, you got a 162 ERA in the WBC. You stink. <laughs> like that's a very specific and really ineffective chant you know what i mean yes. to, to, to rank to get on somebody uh i, I don't think that's gonna have any legs but yeah he did look he looked so so upset that that outing did not go well for him but i loved that freddie freeman is always the first guy yeah. to comfort someone else on the field we it's saw it with jose iglesias that's opening right. day last year i don't think we mentioned on the show i don't know if it happened between thursday and friday jose iglesias Miami Marlin. Yes, he is. Minor league deal, too. Yeah. I believe, but I, 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 he might end up making that roster. We'll kind of wait and see what happens. I think that's a good fit for him. That'll be fun. That could be a lot of fun for him. He's Cuban. Yeah. I mean, exactly. We're, we're better to play that's than Miami. Clo- that's as close to Cuba as he's going to get because he defected. Bingo. Mike Trout just uh, and uh, Trey Turner, they, they homered. Mm-hmm. Triples from Cedric Mullins and uh, TA7, Mr. Tim Anderson, mm-hmm. who played second base for the first time in his career anywhere. Yeah. Like that's that's not, you know? the embarrassment of riches that Mark DeRosa has <laughs> for Team USA, where like you have a great shortstop, uh, a potential MVP. He's kind of a a sleeper MVP candidate, I think, for me this year. And he's just playing second base right now. I'm a big Tim Anderson cool. guy. I love Tim Anderson. It was twelve to one after two innings, and so I had to look it up. So you go, okay, mercy rule. You got to play seven innings before it's it's official, right? Because mm-hmm. hey, you can come back. Maybe, at least in Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. no, no lead is safe, especially if you're at Coors Field. But you're like, it's 12 to 1. you got to wait till the seventh inning for Mercy Rule. Or by the fifth inning, 15-run lead. I love that. That is, so, that is so funny to me. Because once a game's gotten that out of hand, what it, are we doing? It, it made me think, like, does, does Team USA know this? I'm thinking they might not have known it. And even if they did, they might have said... We're okay. We're okay playing an extra two innings because you know a couple guys might need to get their work. Miles Michaelis, he threw mm-hmm. the last two innings anyway, so it's like, yeah, you know what? Let's have him get his work in rather than really like putting it on Team Canada in a bad way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you know, you, they could have wrapped this up fast and gone home. Yeah, that's true. Could have been a, lot, a little bit quicker. Uh, that's the true pitch clock. 
is the mercy rule. Is just whooping <laughs> on another team. So USA is two and one. They got a lot of help from Great Britain yesterday, who defeated Colombia. So that you know increases USA's I'm shook odds. By that, by the way, <clears throat> that was that was wild to see that. That was wild, but I don't know if you noticed either. I don't know who was pitching, but um, the T of the uniform yeah. fell off. Ian Gabalt. I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, mm-hmm. but. Uh, former Rockies reliever, or not Rockies, a Rangers reliever. I was going to say, um, like another yeah, Rocky just now. Gray Britain. They don't pronounce the T's over there. Great Britain. He spilled his own tea. Okay, folks. Uh, speaking of tea, mm? Bigelow Tea has been, no, we don't have a tea sponsor. Um, tell me, tell me what your thoughts on these three words. Susie, sound off, combined, perfect game. Go. The only thing <laughs> I hate more than hearing about a combined perfect game is a combined no hitter. These are not things like good for the team, but you know how I like to view it. If 26 people run a marath or run a mile, no one ran a marathon. Okay. <laughs> that's a, that's a fair. combined perfect game is not really anything. Yeah. It's I, a good win. Like good for you guys. Sure. But I'm not losing my mind over it. Yeah, I, I want to say like a combined no-hitter, combined perfect game maybe says more about the opponent than the team that accomplished it. Because yeah. like you said, it's usually one person doing the thing, the marathon, mm-hmm. or throwing the perfect game, or no-hitter. And you go, that's your accomplishment. Yes. And maybe, yeah, the other team might not have been very good. But that's your accomplishment. If it's combined and multiple team, multiple players, you go, yeah, you know what? When you go to the bullpen, that should make it a little bit easier to have a no-hitter. Uh, but... The craziest part of this combined perfect game is that it was a walk-off combined perfect game. (laughs) Yes, folks, I'll say this again. A combined walk-off perfect game because going going back to the mercy (laughs) rule, right? That's where it was at in the eighth inning. I was like, oh, they need like one more run. They ended up getting it, so they walked it off because now they had uh, a a 10-run lead there. Um, So strange. But second second no-hitter in... uh, World Baseball Classic history. The first one probably was also combined. Again, these aren't no hitters. These I like the way you put it. These say more about the opponent than about your team. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, there was another cool story too. A pitcher from Nicaragua came in, inconsequential game, not for him. Uh, he did give up a, a double to Manny Machado in the middle of this to the Dominican Republic lineup, but he struck out this 21 year old kid, Duque. Like El Duque, Mm -hmm. like that. Duque Hebert, he struck out Juan Soto, Julio Rodriguez, Rafael Devers. Devers. That too. One of those two guys he struck out. (laughs) I didn't know where I wanted to commit. He struck out all three of those guys, and he didn't throw a single pitch faster than 90 miles an hour. The Detroit Tigers signed him after the game. Yes. How awesome is that? I love this story. So good. Because, first of all, I guess this is a guy who just kind of slipped through the cracks. You know, but second, this is, these are the stories that we love out of the World Baseball Classic, finding these gems. And now he hopefully gets to have a really cool career. Now, I, I don't know how many times that has, has happened where a guy pitches well in the World Baseball Classic and gets signed. Um, I would imagine, a, you know, it happens a few times. We might even see it again. But how many times has a player been signed and then goes to the majors? Peter Moylan is really the only guy 
who was able to do that oh in 2006. Yeah. That was the inaugural World Baseball Classic. He debuted with Atlanta later that year, uh, spent parts of 12 seasons in the major leagues and like has like a low three ERA uh, over the course of his career. Didn't debut until like age 26. So, I mean... Um, that was a, that was like a really good story. So, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe Duque, uh, will we'll be able to do that. I hope That's really so. cool. I hope so. We do have so many comments coming in right now. If two people ran a marathon, it's a half marathon each though. Oh, so they like cancel. We're dividing by two. If yeah, two people, but like it wasn't, how many pitchers were in that, in that, uh, combined perfect game? Three or four. Yeah, so like it's that's not anything. Yeah, Jose De Leon did did, did a lot of the heavy lifting. Five and two thirds innings pitch, ten strikeouts. That was really nice for the Good former for Dodger him. prospect. That's nice for him. <laughs> for him to be a part of this, this thing. Yeah, it was a thing. Yeah, barely, barely a thing. Barely a thing. Barely a thing. The Javi Baez slide. Did you see that? No. Doing another one of those swim moves where he's going in. He's about to get tagged. Lifts up. Like talk about the core strength. Ah! Swims like nope, you're not touching my hand. Right hand gets in. Oh, that's nice. another one of those really great slides. Like Man. just incredibly impressive for that. So, um, it the World Baseball Classic's heating up, and it's so fun. It's this really has just been fun. So fun. These games are on so late though, but these are these are really fun. Did you see? And this was a couple of days ago when Otani hit a home run. Like the entire section just passed the baseball around and took a photo of it and yes. just shared it and didn't try to put it in their bag and run away and get get a lawyer on retainer and then try to sue and say, hey, this is actually my ball because <laughs> possession is nine-tenths of the law. Nope, just passed it around. You just invented a whole scenario. Yeah, no, I love this, how uh, someone caught the home run and then let everyone take pictures with it, let everyone hold it, let everyone experience so it. So cool. And didn't have to worry about never getting that ball back. Never would this happen in America. Never, Never, ever, ever. I heard of Xavier Scruggs this morning saying that uh, another tradition in Japan, they just pass babies around. So <laughs> when his son I was, guess if you pass if you're used to passing babies around, that's a little more precious than a yeah. Otani home run. Like when technically his, his son was born and they're like, ah, should we bring him to the ballpark? And like that was already a stretch. Brought him, and everyone's like, let's go. Let's pass this baby down so everyone can look at the baby and share. And I was like, that's beautiful. That's actually kind of cute. Like, baby's first game. <laughs> let's uh, let's be part of it. Yeah, like, I can't imagine what else they pass around in Japan that they're okay with. Like, and I, don't, I don't know. I could think of some things Colorado yeah. passes around. Whoa. Hell, yeah, that's... What, but and then when you get it back, it, it's changed. That Otani baseball <laughs> looked the same when it came back. It didn't. It hadn't shrunk down. There wasn't. There wasn't like more seams that were like you know breaking off. And that that baby looked the same, I believe. Uh, I'm sure plenty of people wanted to bite the baby, but they didn't, and they passed it back whole. So yeah, um, that's that's wild. But look, if you want to go over to Japan and get tickets for the World Baseball Classic, there's only one there place that you can buy those kind of tickets. Pass around an Otani ball, pass around a baby, and maybe pass around something else. They got stricter laws over there. I don't know. I don't know what's legal over there and what's not. I don't know if Jive Hive delivers over to Japan. Uh, but I do that game time is where you can go to get tickets for the World <laughs> Baseball Classic. Uh, in fact, there's a link in our description. Use that link. That's going to help us out in a big way. But help yourself out because up to about 60 minutes to the start of an event, whether it's, you know, you're getting floor seats, 50-yard line, uh, whether you're on center ice, court side, you name it, you're going to get up to about 60% off those tickets when you're over at game time. Such a good uh, deal. So many oh, so good, good deals at game time. Again, dollar tickets over at, not dollar hot dogs, but dollar tickets for the World Baseball Classic on imagine, game time. Imagine 
tickets cheaper than a hot dog. What about an app where you look around like, I really want a hot dog, but I don't want to pay full price. If I walk up to section 355, this guy's selling his hot dog for two bucks. You're, you're doing third party hot dogs now? I don't know if Game Time Tickets wants to do Game Time hot dogs. Oh, Lord. But I'm willing, <laughs> this idea, I think like if you mail yourself something that, doesn't that count as like having trademarked something? Or you have like, you have copyright if you put something in the mail to yourself and you're like, see, this is evidence. Yeah, that's, that is, that is part of copyright law. So it's also part of copyright law to say something on a podcast that you own that idea. So now if anyone else starts an app where you can sell your hot dogs secondhand at a lower price than what they're selling it at the concession stands at a ballpark. That's my idea. I'm coming for that money. So game time hot dogs, if you want to make that a real deal, you probably should order just some game time tickets by using the link in our description. Patrick, you keep me posted on how you selling, <laughs> you selling secondary market hot dogs at games works out for you. Look, there's a market out there. People have, they bought too many hot dogs and then there's people who want to buy hot dogs. I'm just bringing them together. Game time hot dogs. Be beautifully said. I think so. Beautiful. Um, but if, if you like spreadsheets and if you like knowing every piece of minutia or you just want to know some of the basic stuff when it comes to baseball and fantasy baseball, you got to make sure you're going over to Rotowire. It's, it's a fantastic site, again, to use even if you're not even playing fantasy baseball. Like, just go and use it and you'll see like, okay, here's the closer depth chart. Here's mm -hmm. the next guy that's going to be up. Who could possibly get a save? Here's who you might not see tonight because this guy threw two nights in a row. They're going to keep you up to date with all yes. of those kind of things. Uh, but if you are playing fantasy baseball, I mean, there's no better spot. Uh, tweets from Susie and I Boom, if we're telling you about mm -hmm. somebody who's hurt or who's unavailable or who's about to get activated before it's going down and you're in a day-to-day -day league, you're going to be that much better and you're going to gain that kind of an edge with Rotowire. Yes, and fantasy baseball is hard. It is such a grind yeah. every single day. So why not take advantage of all the tools out there? Yeah, and they'll let you know too. If, if you're going week by week even, you can say, well, what teams are coming to Colorado? Yeah, you can go to the Rockies schedule, but... Again, right there in Rotowire, they're going to have that kind of information. All in one place. Yeah, or or if there's a team that uh, they just put two of their starting pitchers on the IL, they just called up a bunch of guys, hey, that's some fresh meat for a team out there. Who are they playing? Boom, Rotowire is going to have that. All these wonderful little notes. They're doing something cool right now where you can sign up and get a two-free day trial of everything that's behind the paywall for free, and you don't have to use a credit card. That's the thing. That's unheard of. It is, yes. They, that's how much they trust the product. That's true. Yeah, because you know other people, yeah, they're hoping you might forget and so on. That's just the nature of the beast. That happens. Happens to me plenty of time, even though I'm very vigilant on that. Um, nope, it happens. But you're not going to have that happen to you with this free two-day trial. So again, just check it out um, over at rotowire.com slash DNVR. It's absolutely amazing to get a sneak peek of all the different bells and whistles that they've got. Yeah. Toot toot and vuvuzelas. <laughs> and other instruments that you're allowed to bring into the World Baseball Classic. You're not allowed to bring vuvuzelas in. No. No vuvuzelas, no kazoos. Trumpets, yes. What nation is the kazoo the, the national instrument of? Also, what is so harmful about a kazoo? <clears throat> like, they're not super loud. True. They're not annoying, super but not large. Loud. They're, they're annoying, yeah. Oh, you, I've, come on, I've smuggled in a kazoo or two to a game. Come on, back. Have, you've never... You really must. You really. <laughs> I guess I really haven't lived. You really must. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> we got a big anniversary. Marlins are bringing back teal jerseys for their 30th anniversary. So, I mean, again, you've got the white jerseys with the teal pinstripes there. Look at there's Mr. Marlin, Jeff Conine, 
They don't look like that much of a throwback. Maybe I've, the the Marlins have been wearing them somewhat no, recently. No, I was gonna say I feel like this is something that we haven't seen in a while. Okay. This looks very yeah. '90s to me with the yeah, font it does. and. So I'm very excited though because I love the teal. I never would have thought. Girl over here. Never would have thought '90s would just be like old like that. Like that that's throwback. Like this, yeah. '90s is throwback now. Crazy. Please, they made a '90s American Girl doll. We're now talking <laughs> about the '90s in a historical context. I do like that one. Do you like the now 25th anniversary of the Tampa Bay Devil Rays? I think they've like zhuzhed this up just a little bit. They've, Maybe just a little. It really is popping right now. These these are glamour shots. When I did mean, they stop using devil rays? 2008. It was 2008. So literally after 2007, they're like, we are tired of sucking. So we are no longer going to be the devil rays. So we'll just be the rays. So we're still technically the devil rays, right? People can think of it. But we're also the sun rays. And what happened in 2008? Boom. Oh, actually, not 2008. 2009. Wait, no, it was 2008. It was they go 2008. To the, they go to the World Series. It was 2008. That was their World Series because they, uh, yeah. they got beaten by the Phillies. Yes. That um, was one of the so yeah, best times of my life. There you go. I mean, look at Randy, Randy Rosarena living his best life, like, with the shades. I mean, look this at is, that. This is a vibe. Come on. This is, are those pit vipers or are those shady rays? Those look great. Those are shady rays. He looks those great. are definitely shady rays. Uh, now, the Rockies, they did release some of their uh, promotions for this year for the 30th anniversary. Here are some of those uh, giveaways that are pretty neat. Actually, let me tell you the City Connects uh, June 24th and June 25th. These are against the Angels, too. So you already need to get tickets for that game to see Otani. City Connect Beach Towel, City Connect Tote Bag. That's kind of cool. Both two, so two different days. Two oh different days. Uh, um, Saturday so as, and Sunday. As you know, I will not be there for those games because it's the weekend of my best friend's wedding. So I need you to grab both of those for me. An extra one of those. Yes. Uh, fireworks on June thirtieth and July first. So that's the closest as they could get to uh, to the fourth of July. So that's against the Tigers. So in theory, you're like, oh, that should make the tickets cheaper. No, it's. It's the fireworks. People are going to the game for the fireworks. Yes. So in a weird way, that's a good thing. That's going to keep it down. They're playing like the Dodgers and you're getting fireworks. Now the tickets on game time might be a little bit higher, but now they're playing the Tigers. So that's pretty good. Um, we also have in, <laughs> let me know what you think about this. September 2nd against Toronto, September 2nd, mm -hmm. Charlie Blackman bobblehead. Does this mean Charlie Blackman will not be traded at the deadline? I mean, <laughs> right? of course, like I, Rockies hate trading dudes at the deadline, especially like someone like Charlie Blackman. But pre-bobblehead information, the odds were a lot higher. Now that you know that there's a September bobblehead, I mean, you got to half those odds, right? I could imagine if there was a scenario where the Rockies traded Charlie Blackman at the deadline, however unlikely that is. Would they still give out the bobblehead? Would they bump up the promotion where all of a Would sudden... Would they swap a different... Like all of a sudden on July 31st, they're like, you know what? We want to give you a Charlie Blackman bobblehead. You're like, wait a minute. What is going on with that one? All right. So 30th <laughs> anniversary giveaways. There are a lot. It's great. April 9th. So that's the opening weekend against the Nats. 30th anniversary pennant. Uh, May 28th. 30th anniversary baseball card set. Sunday against the Mets. That's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to seeing what that baseball card set looks like. Sunday, June 9th, 30th anniversary trucker hat. I've seen an image of it. 
Looks pretty cool. Do we have an image of it here on this program? The Rockies did not send it to us. Oh, no. they didn't send it to us. They did not. Oh, it was but requested. You've seen it. Uh, well, you can see it on the site. Incredibly small, but it it does exist. There's also a July 30th 30th anniversary cargo snapback cap, and I don't know if the cap is cargo. Or the cap is cargo inspired, Carlos Gonzalez. It you is not what? clear. I I I think if it was cargo, Carlos Gonzalez inspired, the G would be capitalized. I think it's just it generic cargo. But I don't know what a cargo cap is. Maybe it's got a lot of pockets, like cargo shorts. Uh, just just what you need to be stashing things in your cap. That that makes plenty of sense. I can think of some things I want to hide in my cap. August 19th, stuff you don't want to pass around in Japan because you might not get it back. That's right. Uh, 30th anniversary, <laughs> Todd Helton jersey on August 19th. That one's pretty fun. That is nice. And then... I'm looking up this uh, trucker hat, by the, the way. The 30th anniversary celebration, September 16th. Very smart. Appease the fans in September when there may be nothing to play for. That'll still be pretty fun. That'll you know, be exciting. There is a big picture of the trucker hat. Oh, you found one. You, all it you looks have to good. Do, you you right-click on a picture... And open it in a new tab. Bam. You, f you found the hack. There it is. That looks good, right? It's nice. It's, it almost it, has yeah, a City Connect it, kind of vibe it, to it, though. Uh, it's 100% City Connect It looks vibes. good. This it does is look kind good. of a good hat. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. We'll have to post that on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. Uh, I will definitely throw out a like from my account at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. I will not throw out a like from my account. No, maybe I will. I'll probably be the <laughs> one who posts it. Uh, you can follow me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. <laughs> This has been wondrous and momentous, but unfortunately, you know what they say about momentum. Oh, what do they say, Patrick? It's only as good as your next show. So we will talk to you tomorrow with special guest Jesse Friedman from the Arizona Let's Diamondbacks. Go. PHNX Diamondbacks. We got to talk about Corbin Carroll extension season. Ezekiel Tovar, is he going to get one? Is Zach Veen going to maybe get one even before he debuts? Scott I don't know. Scott Kingery situation? Could be. Could be. Tomorrow, <laughs> 11 a.m. on the DNVR Sports Channel on YouTube.